0: Hey everyone, welcome to Probably Science on this freezing, freezing cold February morning in Los Angeles. I'm Matt Kirshen. I'm Andy Wood.
1: It's cold. It was even colder. I drove back from Portland two days ago and it was so cold that it was snowing and then I almost couldn't drive back because they don't have plows and ice and stuff like that. So. No
0: one can cope. No one can cope on this yeah. coast. Return guest, friend of the, friend of the show, friend <laughs> of friend, me.
2: Friend, friend, of, friend of the host. Friend of
0: <laughs> friend of the me. A friend of my, friend of my for many years, co-writer uh, with me on a couple of projects, including mm. the world famous Bigipedia. Oh yeah, rest in peace, Sarah Morgan. Hey,
2: hey, hello. Sarah. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having
1: me back.
0: Thanks for coming back. Welcome back to town on this this freezing it, f- February
2: morning.
1: It's brass monkeys. It's chilly. It is. Is that a, I didn't know that was a saying for cold? uh coldness yeah. analogy. You can freeze the balls
2: off a brass monkey. Oh, okay, okay. Is the full expression? And actually, a brass monkey is like a nautical thing. So it's not. It's like cannonballs. All that like, someone should
1: snopes that. I may have already come in with a fake fact. (laughs) Brass monkey as a a term existing outside of the cold analogy was a thing. It sounds like a
2: nonsense term. It's cold enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey. It sounds like a sort of nonsensey term for it is cold. But actually, I think there's some nautical origin for the phrase brass monkey. there's the weird thing. There's the cocktail.
1: There
0: We're on the Wikipedia disambiguation page now that has everything but the thing it's actually named after. There's a band. There's a cocktail. There's a... Oh, hang on. I'm going to look up the colloquialism. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: That's probably where it started, I hope. To be fair, me and you, Matt, we could make up anything and say it's a British expression and they would just have to believe it. Yep. It's cold enough to stab a dog,
0: <laughs> as we say back home. It's, it's cold enough to drive into the Thames.
1: <laughs> 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 okay, so the brass monkey... It's
0: cold enough to throw a whistle at an angry bear. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Which is rhyming slang
0: for... Yeah, well, whistle is a suit and angry bear...
1: Lionel S- Blair. Yeah. Who's a po- popular entertainer in our country? Lionel? No that Tony's world. cousin?
2: Who's Lionel I don't Blair? believe they're any relation.
1: Uh, Tony? No. No, I wouldn't have thought so. I was used to confuse Roger Clinton and George Clinton in the 90s when sure. they were both on everybody's uh, minds as premier entertainers. Remember Roger Clinton? Who was Roger Clinton? Bill's either half brother or cousin. Who was oh, like a shitty, okay. Yeah, yeah. He was the Frank <laughs> Stallone to Bill Clinton's <laughs> Sylvester. I, I think he was a country singer. He might have just been a. Personality? Let's see, Roger. Not George. Roger Clinton. Have we moved on from brass monkeys now? Uh, the, he's the Googling story- that. I'm Googling Roger Clinton.
0: <laughs> the story goes that cannonballs used to be stored aboard ships in piles yes. okay. on a brass frame or tray called a monkey. In mm. very cold weather, the brass would contract, spinning the cannonballs. Hence, very cold weather is cold enough to freeze the balls off a brass monkey. Yeah. There are, however, <laughs> several problems with this story <laughs> as follows. Damn you, internet. The term monkey is not otherwise recorded as the name (laughs) for such an object. Yes,
2: why would it have been, if you actually
0: think about it. The rate of contraction of brass in cold temperatures is (laughs) unlikely to be fast enough to cause the reputed effect. (laughs) And the phrase is actually first recorded as freeze the tail off a brass monkey, which removes any essential connection with balls. (laughs)
1: what was the brass monkey then if it uh, what is it <laughs> therefore it seems most
0: likely that the phrase is simply a humorous reference to the fact that metal figures will become very cold to the touch in cold
1: weather <laughs> but that means that like there actually were figurines of monkeys made out of brass at some point uh was, that's was a common thing to have and then to the touch like, when it was cold out and note how cold it got
2: I think it's just a whimsical uh, analogy like Why you know brass? it could give Why a, a monkey? Like, give a concrete nun an erection is a
1: right you know <laughs> a concrete
2: nun of course <laughs> yeah, give a, give well, like a concrete nun was a torture <laughs> it was a torture yeah, device no it really was oh, yeah. uh, and she was our <laughs> prime minister for a few years <laughs> did some terrible things to the country <laughs>
1: uh, Brass Monkey the cocktail was popularized in the 70s and 80s and oh, no, I'm sorry wait that's it was an actual it's an actual like brand do the no, listeners the know that the
2: guests don't have their laptop with them? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just sitting. It's like I'm in Starbucks. I'm just watching yeah. two comedy on men staring at their own our- laptops while well, like. I.
0: <laughs> and you get to. We get to have expertise. Yeah, it has been well, mentioned by previous guests. That sure, when, it's
2: unfair. They get to. I mean, I do listen. You know, I listen. I do know you listen. You know, my husband is listening right now at home in London. Well, not right now. Not well. After the him. fact. No, no, but right now, because yeah, yeah.
1: That's general. Hey Tim. That's relativity. Right? Hi Tim. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we should we should have like a house laptop. I do have a trove it's of fine. old electronics in my closet, some of which work. Like, so our, our <laughs> guests would have a shitty, like, very sure. slow to respond <laughs> laptop. But it would um, still.
0: We might as well do some readers' letters and correspondence before we get into this week's stories. Sure. There's been, firstly, there was a glut of Murdoch drawings and and Mardog. and yeah and Mardog. That's uh, Eos Chu sent in. I made you a mar dog, assuming that mar is for marine, which would include marine mammals as well as fish. The picture's not in that note there. Um, yeah, there's a. Eos is asking many questions about what the blood system is of this animal on account of one being a mammal and one being a fish. would well, I mean, there be the two separate I-
1: circulatory systems? Same issue with a mermaid. Though. <laughs> I'm is. just showing Sarah the mar-, mar dog that has the head of, uh, top half of, of orca. <laughs> And all four legs and everything but the head of a and, yeah. It's like a husky.
0: maybe? There were some drawings as well. I very thank you, listeners. You never f- cease to impress us with you.
1: <laughs> if I haven't already tweeted this picture, I, I will. So and,
0: al- and also the the motivational posters from the uh, Kirin D L episode as well.
1: Uh, the prey defines the chase. <laughs> yeah,
0: thank you for sending that in. That was also a cracking thing. Hang on, who was it? Who sent? Who actually made one? Off. I'll look it up in a second while we're
1: the one that has the r- raccoon. Humping the dog? Yeah, well, there were two... The raccoon isn't the prey of a dog. It's the opposite, right? It's sort of the...
0: Well, I think that was more prey in a sexual sense.
1: What? So like... the dog was defining the position that the <laughs> raccoon was going to have to use? Prey in a sexual sense? Oh, like a sexual predator? Yeah. Right. I
0: think that's what was going on there.
1: But that you'd expect that to be, then, the animal doing the humping would be the one who's usually... Here's another from... Not the dominant.
0: <laughs> Here's one of the dog pictures from at auditory hum uh and yeah yeah
1: we'll tweet these from from probably science so we will see do what it. our listeners had in mind when we talked about mer or mar dogs i'm now trying
0: oh i'll find i'll find out who tweeted the picture because it was a great one um the posters kieran texted them at us uh we also had a pronunciation italian pronunciation lesson
1: oh yeah that was actually useful i've already forgotten it but i guess we could quickly skim through that was from listener gruff uh
0: who said it's various the rules of italian pronunciation are really simple c and g have the same general rule and that's it's a soft one if it's followed by an i or an e or otherwise it's hard (laughs) so it's either a just sound for g and ch for c or it's or it's a g and a k so ghetto is a hard g whereas giovanni giovanni is a soft g and Chianti is a hard C, but Ciabatta is a soft C, so it would be Orchietti was the pasta that Hallofresh sent us, because it's got an I after it. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry, it's got an H, rather, before the I. So it's, it's a hard C.
1: Thank you, Gruff. Ch- so, so there's no version of it that's where the soft C is like an S sound. It's always either Ch yeah. or Ka. Uh, and while we're talking about pronunciations as well,
0: uh accents
1: oh yeah we got a letter from uh, why do i keep uh we got an email let's see from <laughs>
0: is it were you laughing at the fact that you keep calling it letters
1: yeah i don't know why today i just I'm, i know I, I do know why it's we got because a missive I've been, I've been sorting through uh boxes that i've had stored in someone's basement for 10 years and like trying to decide what to do with old actual letters and physical things that are taking up space can i give you a
2: handy top tip just throw it away no take photos
1: just scan them all or just no, no, take... No, just
2: like use your phone. Take the it's photos. hundreds. I had to tell my mother-in-law to do this with birthday cards. Take your picture, then you'll remember who got them for you, and you can look back at them at hundreds of times, but you haven't got like a million things. Oh, that's a good
1: idea. Yeah. Instead, I go to Target and I buy more Sterilite stacking plastic beers. <laughs> <Yeah, sure. laughs> you, you can also do that. Yeah. Yeah. I hate myself. Here, I are are the, here are the two posters.
0: They're from Jackie B. Thank you, Jackie.
1: <laughs> all right, she made so... a couple of sweet-ass posters. Um, Longtime listener, writer-inner, Balaz Lovenberg, wrote in to say that um, an important note to the Romanian monkey prostitution article. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I'm laughing just remembering it.
1: <laughs> the, he says that the, uh, the classic vampire accent is actually a Hungarian accent because Bela Lugosi, who played Dracula, um, was from Hungary. And uh, not that I'm a geography expert, but I looked it up and it borders Romania. So I'm guessing it's basically the same... And I can't believe he wasn't putting on some. kind... I can't believe Bill Lugosi was just like, I know I'm acting, but I'm just going to talk the way I always do. How, how amazing
2: that you have exactly the same accent as the character from a book. Right. <laughs> and actually, it's written like Ivan Tursak your blood. It's like phonetic B U L D.
1: Transylvania is. Let's see if I can nail well, down what region within Romania. Well, is. while
0: you're t- while you're looking it up. We did get a vampire bat story <laughs> oh, from Charles Steenbeck who said, the DNA anal- secrets of how vampire bats became bloodthirsty. DNA analysis is giving clues to how the vampire bat can survive on blood alone. The bat can drink up to half its weight in blood a day, unlike other relatives which dine on fruit, nectar, or insects. <laughs> Try explaining that one at the gathering. Uh, <laughs> what are you, you... sure you don't want blood? No fruit. I, yeah. I, I'm a fruit guy. I'm a fruit bat. Uh, um... Blood is low in nutrients and can harbor deadly viruses. Vampire bats have key differences in genes involved in immunity and food metabolism compared with other bats. The researchers say that the bats' gut microbes are also distinct. They found evidence of more than 280 types of bacteria in the bats' droppings that would have made most other mammals unwell. The data suggests that there is a close evolutionary relationship between the gut microbiome and the genome of the vampire bat for adaptation to sanguivory.
1: Diet, Yeah. Uh,
2: I thought you were saying sanguine. Yeah, sanguinary. Which is also
1: related to blood. That's yeah. one, that means that that's the dominant humor in your. Uh, that's it's like, what
2: sanguine means. I thought no
1: one knew. Yeah, and then there's like bili- me- bilious and means melancholic. F- bile is. <laughs> and then. Oh, yeah, four um, chemists, right. What's the fourth? Um, oh, phlegmatic. Uh. Which I forgot what it means if phlegm is your humor. But it's not as bad. You'd think phlegm would be a really bad one, but I think it's like kind of even tempered or something.
0: Even tempered, but you've just got you're a bit hoarse.
1: Right, just always your just, just always flemmy. got. Um, it's having an unemotional or stolidly stolid stolidly calm disposition.
0: Just to be clear, because this is a science podcast, I think the four humors theory has been yeah, recently disputed. Like, <laughs> this, this is, is when reason.
2: we were made of four fluids, right? We'd yeah. be like we were a bag of skin. We're with a bag four of four fluids, but <laughs> they were neatly compartmentalized like a TV dinner.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, and if what, any of them got out of sync, if any of the four corners got a <laughs> quarters got too big, right. Then you'd you have to
2: be burst with a pin. Basically,
0: yeah. <laughs> you know, you had to be bled or whatever. You got oh, you're too too sanguine right now so So we need to get some blood out of you sure
2: get a a vampire bat yeah
0: there you go Well, he did do leeches um so uh dr maria Zepada mendoza was the one who said that the common vampire bat harbors many genes that have been selected to cope with blood feeding she added Blood is very high in protein, 93% protein, but low in carbohydrate, 1%, and low in vitamins. So if you are using mostly blood for your actins, <laughs> make sure you get some supplements to... I um,
2: mean, sorry. while I'm in LA, I'm-
1: is there a blood <laughs> restaurant? Yeah. Is it just bags of blood?
0: I-, I-, I wonder if you can do like the transfusion thing. Is that more Silicon Valley?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, um, wait, it- not transfusion per se, but they have those like hangover cure things that are just... Uh, like salient, saline bags. Right, yeah. Cool. That, does that require vitamins? some kind of medical certification,
0: or can you just? I think very minimal. Yeah, you might need you might need the same certification that allows you to draw blood. Are uh, they going to say a phlebotomist certification? Because you've got to you've got you to be able to find a vein. I think. Right, right, right. Um, so you need some ability and knowledge of putting pins in people,
1: or at least the Transylvanian accent.
0: Right, <laughs> vampire vats have evolved, uh many. Sp- features for such a specialized, like, high-protein, low-carbon vitamin, and possibly disease-ridden diet, from sharp teeth for severing blood vessels, to changes in kidney function to deal with a protein-rich diet. Have well, While such adaptations have been well-studied, there's been relatively little research on the genome of the vampire bat. International researchers have analyzed both the genome of the bat and its microbiome, the microorganisms that live inside the gut. Um, they found that the genome size was similar to other bats, but the genome contained more jumping genes which are DNA sequences that change position in the genome um crisscross famously very high in them <laughs> but
2: the, that's why they wore them backwards they jumping genes <laughs> yeah, that's what a jumping gene is right that's exactly what backwards. it is yeah the, any other facts about crisscross that's nope. it
1: those that, are the I, two the, facts daddy yeah. mac and mac daddy is all I yeah. remember oh third fact yeah
0: These were found in areas involved in immune response, viral defense, and both lipid and vitamin metabolism, suggesting they've played a key role in the evolution of the bat's specialized diet. The microbiome of vampire bats is completely distinct um, from that of nectar feeding, fruit eating, and meat eating bats, they say. The researchers argue that microorganisms in the bat's gut may also be involved in digestion, immunity, and overall health, and have evolved alongside changes of the genome. This is something we, like, we've had a lot of not so much animal versions of the story, but in human stories. We've had over the years a fair number of fecal right. transplant stories. And
1: it's right up there with uh, 3D printing, I think, as far the, as all time,
0: all-time... All-time most popular things yeah. that people send in. But it does seem more and more that the microbiome of your gut has a huge effect on your personality, your metabolism, your health.
2: It, it's uh, I, I I know no further information on this, but it is... There are links to addiction as well. Whether you have an addictive personality, yeah. oh. the, the comedian Mark Brickstock has a lot to say on the subject, but I don't. Interesting, <laughs> uh,
1: because he thinks that he has. Uh, a well, he is. He's yeah. He's he, he's, he's a recovering, a addict. recovering
2: addict. So he's he has a lot of thoughts on it. But he did a thing at the Latitude Festival or one of those festivals where he was speaking with medical people about gut biomes
1: being linked to Interesting. addiction. We've uh, had some listeners write in about their. I guess only one, I think. Yeah, one listener actually had a, had a, had a fecal successful transplant. fecal
0: transplant procedure that did do some medical good.
1: But I wonder if anybody's tried for things that are not, like, really extreme medical conditions, but right. just, like, let's roll the dice on, you know, like, losing weight, metabolism, mood, or something. Mm. I don't know. Just for... for uh, uh, to... Let's see, to, to reduce depression, you know, just for shits and giggles. No pun intended. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I guess there's no stopping you from, like, asking a friend who seems like they have a fast metabolism to give you some... Can someday. I eat your shit? Right.
2: Yeah. I, I do say that <laughs> to or my friends happy. with
1: fast metabolisms. Oh, yeah. I can
2: eat anything I want. I just off me. Eat, eat shit. Eat shit, eat my shit Debbie.
0: <laughs> uh, Adaptation to specialized diets often requires modifications at both genomic and microbiome levels, they write in the journal Nature, Ecology and Evolution. The common vampire bat, uh, Desmodus rotundus, is one of only... <laughs> that th- seems a little unnecessary. <laughs> it does. Fat Desmond. The trumpet player, right? Yeah, Fat Desmond, the trumpet player, slash vampire bat, <laughs> is one of only... They're th- less
2: scary when you call him a Fat Desmond. It's <laughs> loads of Fat Desmonds out tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so do you
1: All know right. Fat Desmond's can echolocate? It's crazy.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> or, I, either that or a Fat... Fat Desmond's like a type of spliff <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh you can get that as walking if you go to MedMen. I think it's like <laughs> I'm sorry I may I may be investigating which shops I'm allowed to walk into and buy weed as a visitor to this land We're all, <laughs> it's, it's all exciting. legal we could talk but, about but this no, but there's, them, there's only two shops apparently where you can do that and some of them oh. are only
0: oh a specific you have to have an American ID
1: I was gonna say are mm. you putting yourself in any kind of jeopardy with paperwork it's not even or... jeopardy they just won't serve you you, you. you can't even get it okay um, I did I went to MedMen on Santa Monica and I was surprised at how uh, not vast the selection was
2: right like they have it set up Like bearing in mind I'm British and I know about squidgy black and skunk
1: and that's it (laughs) those are the two kinds of weed (laughs) I mean I guess I don't really know much about strains it just seemed like the the total number they had was like or something. That yeah, in seems Britain, like
0: you've a got a choice between like, was it grown in your loft or smuggled in your ass? Yeah. <laughs> like, which of those two options?
1: Yeah. Will it make you sleepy
2: or mental? <laughs> sleepy or mental are the two <laughs> options for weed. <laughs> like, will it give you psychosis or a nap? <laughs>
1: But they definitely are following the app, the Apple Store model. Did you go into it or not? No, I haven't been in yet. I, I plan it's, to. It's I, want, funny. I want
2: a sommelier to like walk me through everything. They're oh, like, yeah. I'm going to be there for days. They're
1: way like, overstaffed. Sephora. <laughs> They're so overstaffed So like everybody wants to give you their opinion. You're like, no, I just want to like walk into a pot store, and, and just... every,
0: everyone there's really presumably enthusiastic about weed oh, because everyone who yeah. works in the marijuana industry is very, very much about it.
1: Yeah, it's like an overstaffed Mac Genius bar. It's it's crazy. Oh, I love it.
0: So the fat Desmond Bat is one of only three mammals that feed exclusively on blood. It doesn't say what the other two is. I presume one of them is a leech. Um, I don't know if you want to look that up while I finish this story, Andy. They, uh, sure. They they swoop down at night to feed... Uh, it's vampire cows. Oh, got it. Yeah. And actual vampires. Those are the <laughs> three types. <laughs> they swoop down at night to feed on the blood of cattle and other animals, including occasionally people. They make an incision near an artery using their teeth and then lick up the blood as it trickles out. This impressive feat means vampire bats are arguably pretty amazing creatures. Although I usually, says Dr. Mendoza, I usually call <laughs> them messed up creatures. <laughs> it's very blood negative of you. Yeah.
2: Oh. Uh,
0: let's
1: see. Her- I, I'm not quickly finding so, these other- metopha- So there's
2: a lot of insects? Yeah, That's interesting. Not mammals. It's also- Vamp- oh, the vampire finch. That sounds made up and amazing. It's also called
0: hemetophagy is blood blood consuming. Makes sense. So I, I guess uh, a sanguivore is exclusively a blood consumer. Oh, okay. And hemetophagy is the act of consuming blood.
1: Okay, so I'm the latter. Yes,
0: yeah, so you will sometimes consume right. blood, yeah. but it's not. not but you're main, but you oh, also have vegetables and non blood based meat.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if there's some place in New York where you can like the the fact that like broth had a minute. Last year, remember that when everyone was well, like, or bone broth, or just to be clear, like bone broth,
0: Britain, but black pudding. Oh yeah, part, just, which is part uh, part of uh, the cooked English or or Scottish or whichever part of the British Isles you're from. Breakfast, and mm, the full breakfast has black pudding, which is blood pudding, which mm. is just blood that's fried up. Blood sausage that's fried so up. No shit. Well, I, what do they mix it with? Oh, didn't that guy? Oh, simple a, blood sausage. Guy
2: saved his life with a black pudding. Was that a story over here? That did, was a
0: story. Did, I saw that. Did that travel? But, but he was just using it as a. It was a butcher who got locked in his in his walk-in freezer,
2: uh-huh. and he smashed his way out with a frozen black pudding. <laughs> oh, okay.
1: It wasn't like the <laughs> yeah. He the didn't eat it. Healing qualities of no. the black pudding. I have had whatever they call. I don't know what they call it, but um, some kind of like coagulated blood dish when I was in Taiwan for work that looked like tofu. And we talked someone on the team into eating it by telling them it was red tofu. They weren't vegetarian. Sure. They just wouldn't have eaten it if we'd said it was yeah. coagulated pig's blood. I mean, yeah, choose your words. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Black pudding um, looks gross, but not as gross as I was expecting. Uh, um, it,
2: it's it's very it's beautiful circular discs, mm-hmm. just cut slices of sort, and oh, it's so good. It's oh, you do so like good. it. Oh, it's delicious. It's How would you describe the, the flavour? Um, it's it, it's got a lot of spices and stuff in it, hasn't it? So it's kind of like a spicy sausage. Very, you can taste the iron in it. You can okay. taste the sort of me- slightly metallic, but not as metallic as you might expect. It's not like like when you suck on a
1: little cut you have in your hand. Yeah, it's
2: not like it's not like why where you, why where you might have blood in your mouth for some reason. It's
0: So it's generally made it's made from blood but made from pork fat or beef suet mm-hmm. and then pork blood and then a rel- and then oatmeal is like the solid base to it.
1: Oh, weird. And
2: then you fry it and it goes very sort of burnt and umami. It's delicious. Okay. Yeah.
1: And why I, I don't understand the word pudding maybe it just doesn't mean what I think it means or what?
2: P- pudding is a word you can apply to 95% of our foods. Okay. It's always
1: called to something pudding it's and like, pudding
2: just means anything. Pudding just means food. Toast pudding, yeah. soup pudding. Egg pudding. Oh, that is a thing. <laughs> is it? Yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> it's just like, every, why pudding, does it always pudding. have to be, whatever weird word you guys have for food, it's always not just a new word, it's just a word for a different kind of food. You so know, for <laughs> us, like whether it's uh, chips or biscuits or, biscuits are cookies, right? Yeah. And cookies are, a kind of internet thing. <laughs>
0: you would never use like, the word cooking at, at all. No, you you would, but cookies in Britain would specifically mean the type of American-style yeah. cookies of like a soft, a more of a soft doughy biscuit.
1: Uh, oh, wait. As opposed a, to so, uh,
0: like a so, like a soft doughy, like chocolate chip cookie that's more chewy.
1: If it's crunchier, then it's if it's then it's, it's a biscuit. Yeah. Okay, and then chips are just crisp or crisps. There is no crisps for us, so that doesn't matter. Chips is always fries. Mm-hmm. Yep. And pudding Pants is whatever you want it to be. Pudding, <laughs> I want. To... pudding is whatever you want it to be. Yeah, pudding's everything. Yeah,
0: pudding is generally used for desserts. There's no yeah. limit to but what. But you
2: can also have black pudding, blood pudding, white pudding. Mm-hmm. But it's not limited to like a physical Stick state of matter. kidney pudding. <laughs> be like a salad. <laughs> Just <solid>. listing pudding.
1: <laughs>
2: Stop listing puddings in
0: there. <laughs> You'll. Uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Pudding Time oh with Sarah and Matt, and our guest today is Andy Wood.
1: I please educate me on puddings. I, um, why is it a gerund? Does anybody know why this word is like a, an active verb? Was was somebody at some point pudding? If any of you know that, it
2: was invented by the Earl of Pudding.
1: <laughs> no, but was he? <laughs> did, he, like, did, he did, did he like? Did he like? Did he like to put, and that's why they sure. called? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And one day, mid-pudding, he he got a little bit hungry during his poker game. Uh, he
1: said, uh, you got to ante up. He said, leave me alone, I'm pudding.
0: And then an American who was visiting said, is everything
2: a pudding around here? And they went, no, he's very poorly.
1: Um, Be kind. That was a long time ago, so I think it was putted, wasn't it? When the earl was doing the,
2: it? The past tense of pudding is pudded. Did, pudded. Pudded.
1: Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Let's call the whole thing Yes. Um. Oh, is it related to... Is haggis? No, that's like an organ stuff full of stuff. Haggis has got stomach. blood in it, I think. But it's like a sheep stomach stuffed yeah. or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's gross. Delicious. Haggis is
0: gross in a different way. Okay,
1: different kind of gross animals. Um, I forgot if we still had something to say about vampire bats.
0: Um, no, we did get, we did, get, by the way, we did get one hot actual letter, one physical package.
1: Oh, that's Let's true.
0: Mike Einstein, sent us more copies of the newer version of Go Fuck Yourself, the card game. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then also a- some, like a cool little goodie packet of, uh, night memory wire, the uh, alloy, the memory alloy that you can heat up and it turns, nickel titanium alloy that you can heat up and then it returns to its shape.
1: He sent us to, to play with some bismuth crystals that he made, just because they're cool. And yeah, it, it does look. Uh, if I were a more mystical sort, I would think that he sent us something that has healing powers or harming powers, who <laughs> right? <knows>. Depending on <laughs> you know if you're pure of heart or not. Um, and then, what are these two discs of metal? Are those?
0: I think they're all, they're explained t- t- in the or, in the letter in the accompanying letter that you have right there.
1: Okay. Um let's see he finally got time to binge on Brooks' podcast he loves it you guys yeah you should check out uh, Entry Level with Brooks Whelan which he started up sometime in the last few months I believe Um, it's about early jobs yeah I'm not I'm not finding what this oh this is nickel titanium he sent us two discs of nickel titanium and some wire to fiddle around with some wire that has memory properties and bismuth crystals and copies of Go Fuck Yourself
0: which you can now get the new improved version
1: 2.0 of Go Fuck Yourself Oh, there's more bismuth... Qu- we should see if we can break this apart and give a little piece to every guest. This looks very much like the uh, Superman's Fortress of Solitude, but if it were not see-through.
2: Are you sending me home with a healing crystal? <laughs> yeah.
1: I can't... Again, it only, it's, are you pure of heart? That's what will determine uh. whether it heals you.
0: Yeah, if it's, it could actually bring the whole plane down if, you're, if you've in any way misbehaved.
1: It is pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty sweet.
2: Right? Oh, yeah. It's like a sort of goth buckle belt. Yeah. A belt buckle? That's the one. Uh... Yeah, I could see uh, an industrialist
1: wearing that yeah. some
0: kind of jewellery. Or a brooch. Yeah, For stomping through a nightclub. that does look very nice. That'll, well.
1: definitely, that'll get you stopped at uh, TSA, I'm pretty sure.
0: Well, that, is it is, it is it uh, in any way... Magical? F- magical, but also, will it set up a metal detector? I don't think it would, would it?
1: I don't actually know how those You could work. make a gun out
2: of it. <laughs> Can you fashion a gun from that Too if it wouldn't soon. set up a metal detector
1: oh by the way matt and i both uh we got the bonus you get if you're a podcast host and you ha- start carrying a gun and take gun training <sighs> so we're both carrying weapons right now it's a trump yeah just a referendum. certain number of us yeah. have to just for safety sure just you know we're obligated to tell you and the listeners so
0: bismuth is uh the element bismuth atomic symbol bi atomic number 83 it is slightly radioactive
2: Oh, good. Mm, and it is the most realistic. naturally... Take it out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> it is the most naturally diamagnetic element and has one of the lowest values of thermal conductivity amongst metals.
1: My thumb it's feels least, weird. One of the least conductive?
0: One of the least thermally conductive. Okay. So... Is that can, usually
1: related to electrical conductivity or not? I don't know. I, quite possibly.
0: I don't know. If, I think they are... I think they're relatively connected, because, like, copper, for example, has a very high both thermal and electrical conductivity. Mm-hmm. I think in both cases, due to the free electrons in the structure, this is... This, this, is, the
2: the,
1: this, this is the probably. This is the probably. This is the
2: song I do when I'm not sure. A-level chemistry from 1998. <laughs> oh, it's all wrong there. It's all been disproved.
0: Yeah. It's Pluto's
2: a... not a planet anymore.
0: I know. So I'm going <laughs> to study the element, of the planet Pluto. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it has an unusually low toxicity For a heavy metal So I think you are safe oh, putting yeah, it in your suck
2: mouth on it, yeah. <laughs> Suck on the listener on, I have not put it in my mouth <laughs> Suck on my bismuth <laughs> uh, Back home we call that pudding bismuth oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry
0: It is um, Physical characteristics, let's see It's a brittle metal with a white silver pink hue Often with an iridescent oxide tarnish Oh, it, so
1: that's why it looks cool.
0: It's just because it's tarnished. It is uh, naturally diamagnetic. Diamagnetic being, it's repelled by a magnetic field. Uh, and an applied applied magnetic field creates an induced magnetic field in them in the opposite direction, causing a repulsive force.
1: Wait, so regardless of polarity, it's just repelled by.
0: Yeah, right? I think is if you that... put a magnet next to it, it'll push it away because it because it induces a magnetic field in the opposite direction to the way that you're you're putting it. So it would. Uh, so you put it. You it currently right now where it's by itself, it doesn't have a magnetic field. Uh-huh. But if you put a magnet next to it, if you put the north pole of a magnet next to it, it'll induce it so that it, you then get a north pole on the bit side nearest to it and a south pole on the side furthest away. So All right. push away. Uh,
1: sit tight for five seconds. I'll be right back. All
0: now. right, you do that <laughs> while I look up more bismuth properties. Of course,
2: Andy has magnets. Refrigerator magnets. <laughs> oh right, oh, okay. I was like, oh I was thinking to come up with something like from the Acme Company, like for
1: catching road runners with.
2: Do you have any bird seed with um, iron filings in it?
1: (laughs) All right, let's see. Here's the piece of the bismuth. I am with a dangerous permanent magnet, and I'm putting it against the bismuth, and I'm not. It's not really having much effect. Might you lie to us about what this thing is?
0: I just read off the Wikipedia. uh, Well, maybe it's not
1: bismuth. I'm not feeling any repulsion or attraction here. Maybe maybe it's um, maybe it's fool's bismuth. this, (laughs) This bismuth is very phlegmatic. Oh wait, I think it's doing something Here, you play with it, Sarah sure. <laughs> Does it feel like it's doing anything On either end of that oh, magnet? Oh yeah,
2: there's some there's, Okay, so that, Something's that happening was
0: Oh yeah, yeah, you just, you just dropped it, the magnet on top of it And it just instantly bounced yeah. Like, shot off and fell on
1: the floor Hang
2: on, hang on Ready?
1: Whoa, yeah. no, it fell off Um I don't know Those are pretty strong little These are those Those tiny disc magnets You just use to hold stuff On your fridge Oh don't
2: hold it next to your computer
1: Yeah I was gonna or say is d- that a myth
2: you, I know no, I,
0: ha- no. I had it in my I had it in the palm of my hands And I was using my fingers To move there
1: Okay Oh I've I, uh, I've I, messed up some TV Some CRTs as a kid Right By Matt's playing with it now Do you uh, feel like there's Any kind of <laughs> magnetic... there's
0: a, Yeah there's a slight Magnetic repulsion Not much
1: Okay Alright Mike Maybe you're not a liar Um
0: that's diamagnetism.
1: That's business. let move the magnet away from your computer. It's, it's a spin me off in. of pudding talk.
0: And uh, let's see, electrical conductivity
1: doesn't say. I'll have to remain a mystery unless our listeners also have access to the internet. Oh, it has a
0: high electrical resistivity. So yeah, you're right. It's both thermally and electrically not very conductive.
1: Okay, so we still don't know what to do with this thing besides 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 have it look nice you
2: whisper it your wishes right. and you throw it in the sea <laughs> if they come true it'll float yeah
1: all right I'm and if gonna... it doesn't
2: work you didn't you didn't want it hard it enough didn't have a pure enough heart clearly
1: yeah. yeah all right well if anyone else wants to send us any medals or games they've invented um I guess you can just tweet at us or email us probably science at gmail.com we'll give you an address of some of some kind that yep gives us a, a slight bit of safety against. Well,
0: Mike Mike sent them into my the Jim Jeffrey's office because that was the address that I knew because it's a package as well so that's the easiest place to send stuff because there's always someone there to sign for it. Sure, that's fine. Um, sure, but uh, Jack, who's Jim and the showrunner's assistant, saw the packet and I was like, oh, I think it's this a, a card game that one of our listeners made. Uh, feel free to open. it. You can grab a grab a. Grab one of them if you want. If you want to play a new card game, and he went, "Oh, cool!" And then he texts me back and went, seems to be crystals. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a box of crystals because they're all on the top.
2: Is this meth? <laughs> yeah, You're meth like, sent to Jim's office.
0: Like, all right, I don't know what that is now. Don't yeah. go any further. Do
1: <laughs> you think Mark Maron gets crystals sent to him? I'm trying to like figure out where we, uh, what, 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 what our what? listeners are.
0: Mark, I, I've done shows with Mark, and he gets a lot of baked goods. A lot of people show up to Marin shows with baked goods and badges and stuff that they've made. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, we get,
1: we get crystals. We haven't had listeners make get tattoos yet. Of anything related to this podcast, no, and we? don't,
0: don't do that. No, I,
1: I, but if you have, you know, send us a picture. I, 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 I want to know. But. I, I figure they would have done it.
2: Someone <laughs> yeah. would. Have. I mean, I've got a, a tattoo of a monkey prostitute eating a grape, but that's unrelated. Was it's just chilling. just because chance. It. it was just it's one just, of the pictures they had yeah, on the wall. Yeah, you just, just, just picked yeah, it yeah, out of the book. Yeah. I was drunk. I mean,
0: <laughs> it was at the seaside. Like, they, had a, just, they had a discount for some of the designs <laughs> they already had shot. going. Yeah. <laughs> A couple of people sent in this story a while back, and we never got around to it, and I quite like it. This is sent in by both Wes Sanwo and also Janelle Wilson. Hey, Janelle. Um, And it plants like people succumb to anesthesia. Mm. You can anesthetize a plant in... uh, The Scientific American article has a little bit of anesthetics background. I might read a little bit from that first before switching over to the New York Times version. But um, in... 1846, a patient with a tumor in the neck decided to be the first to try something that must have seemed either radical, perhaps even desperate: anesthesia, inhaling ether gas before going under the knife. That gamble paid off in spades. To undergo surgery that today without anesthesia is inconceivable. This idea, however, was not new. Even in 1846, it had been proposed 28 years earlier by none other than Michael Faraday now famous for his work on electromagnetic fields and for the invention of the magical Faraday cage, which protects occupants from lightning or other unfortunate bursts of electricity. really
2: explainable. This was written (laughs) by the Insane Clown (laughs) Pass. How how do Faraday cages work? We'll never know. They were, uh, yeah. Oh, God, I just quoted your (laughs) (laughs) stand-up. Sorry, Matt. But they, uh... uh, No, I... I,
0: I, did, Did you not know that, uh... I, I think it's just. I think it's just. Violent J is writing for Scientific okay. America. Shaggy, Shaggy 2 He's been
1: doing more <laughs> New Scientist articles. I think. Yeah.
0: Well, he, me, he wants to focus on his own research. Yeah, yeah. Um, they uh, they came on on the Jim Jeffries show as guests.
1: <laughs> oh, that's right. That's because they are on the on an interesting side of some issue, right? Yeah, they were.
0: They were fighting i think it was the the fbi but certainly or maybe homeland security one of one of the government organizations of that ilk because they had designated juggalos as a terrorist group yeah,
1: or, or a recognized gang or, so a, recognized a, gang, gang, or yeah. a recognized yeah. gang sorry
0: yeah, yeah that's be- that, yeah. not full of terrorists but like a recognized criminal gang mm. and they were going no this is just a group of people who are fans of music you wouldn't
1: Wait, they I, like hatchets a lot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but, like, it was like, like, you know, like Grateful Dead fans or whatever, dead fe- Deadheads, they have their fan base. And, I mean, not-
1: I don't know if Tila Tequila ever got on stage and got pelted by batteries at a Dead <laughs> show, but okay, I'll give you their Deadheads, sure. Yeah. But,
0: but we, you know, we were like, yeah, it is kind of bullshit that...
2: They're not glamorizing throwing battery culture, though. Because- <laughs> <think> it's <laughs> not like... Is that what it's She got
1: Crips in the blood. Didn't tequila, tequila get seriously hurt by something on she stage? She did, but then the recently she's come out
0: of like a full on like white power racist, so I'm
1: less. But do you think the, the jugglers th- knew that she. Yeah, they were weirdly prescient. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no, I'm sorry. She got feces thrown at her. Oh. Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't. Not to throw a wrench. Not to, I... not to throw a spanner well, at Well, I don't here. condone that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, batteries are useful. Yeah. Yeah, I was confusing uh, Philadelphia fans with uh, Juggalos. <laughs> <laughs> How dare I appear in the good... Another gang. Yeah. Uh, really, a whole city. It's. Yeah.
0: But they were saying because of that, if you just happen to be a fan of Insane Clown Posse or want to go to any of their events, people have like lost custody battles and been fired and that kind of thing because they have this criminal
1: designation.
2: Totes worth it.
1: Um, Can any of us name an ICP song? <laughs> n- I don't know if I've ever heard a song.
2: That Magnet's one. That's what ma- oh, it's called. Sorry. It's called Miracles, right? Oh, is it called, yeah, I yeah, yeah. it's called That Magnet's one. <laughs>
1: that magnets. I mean, we're making fun, but to be fair, it, electromagnetism is kind of magic, you know? Yeah, like, sure. it's as close as we have to magic. I, I
0: actually have... I, I haven't done this bit. the bit of material Sarah was referring to now. I haven't done that in a, <laughs> a long time, but it, it was a story when i first came to america i was sitting on a plane next to a middle-aged texan couple and the woman went uh like it's amazing this plane's up in the air and i went yeah it's pretty cool and she went i guess we'll never know how
1: but i mean to be fair this is the thing yeah i I now have
0: because i had a whole bit about like you know you'll never know how i'm sure someone has an inkling it's not like it's not just because jesus picks up the plane and carries it across the country and then at the end, the pilot stops believing a little bit. <laughs> slowly, slowly. Drift back down to Earth. With but then we both a Cloud worked... of magic and hope. And yeah. And then we, we both
1: worked on the show. We had to research this. And
0: also, I was actually talking to um, an aeronautical engineer, as I sometimes end up doing, just because, you know, that's the weird life we now have. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, you know... we we have ideas
1: <laughs> i mean the thing we, we were don't. all told the thing we were all told right is the Bernoulli principle and oh, well, the air over the top goes faster yeah. because there's more distance it has to travel well, that's the first version the that's pressure. the
0: high school version and but that's then, straight up bullshit that falls
1: apart because planes can fly upside down so if the rounded wing on top pr- produced lower yeah. air pressure on top but it's and, also the angle of attack and the, yeah there's right so it's not just that one thing that we were all taught in whenever you first heard about how planes fly yeah uh and then they're
0: told it's like the curvature which causes an acceleration it's the acceleration of the air over the wings but yeah i don't i think still to date they're not a hundred percent yeah isn't that i don't know crazy? That's... i don't know fluid dynamicists who are listening to the show right now if if there is like a straight up you <laughs> know we know exactly what's going on now and i'm just talking shit write in let me know because we like being corrected can
2: you write in before next saturday when i'm going home <laughs> <laughs> before i get on air new zealand and fly back to london
0: I mean, it's been tried and tested. Sure, there's a good
1: hit rate.
2: I mean, I'm going to like pray a little bit. I like maybe wishing, really yeah, hard wishing. How, how much
1: bismuth are you going to bring with you? Oh, good that'll point. determine
2: how much belief. I mean, you'd have to crutch it, wouldn't you? And that's really, it's yeah. very spiky. It is. It's pretty sharp. It's Got some <laughs> yeah, edges. Wait, what does crutch it mean? Sorry, like nature's pocket. You know, the, oh.
1: how else would you smuggle something? That's like, wait—is that a name? Britishism or just a term I haven't heard? That's just because I'm not cool enough to know. No, know <laughs> Crotch like c r u t c h, like
2: your cr- like your crotch, like your crotch. Oh,
1: I'm sorry, crotch. Okay, yeah, okay, like sorry, a I might have. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 like, that's, this is on me. My this wacky accent. Me. That's fine. Um, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> plants.
2: No, don't be sorry Plants don't feel pain Well,
0: we think plants are just dumb, fuck, stupid plants
2: Do you feel pretty silly for being vegetarian now?
0: I'm about to feel You're very silly out. indeed We probably think plants don't do much They just get light, photosynthesize, make food Grow a bit, then die a bit But there have been signs of plant intelligence That have been observed Under poor soil conditions, for example The pea seems to be able to assess risk <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did the bush write that sentence? <laughs> yeah What's a great idea for a sketch, man? They're just putting some adjective They're just putting
0: adjectives and nouns together (laughs) in a couple of verbs (laughs) and seeing what happens. The sensitive the sensitive plant can make memories and learn to stop recoiling if you mess with it enough. The Venus flytrap appears to count when insects trigger its trap, and plants can communicate with one another and with caterpillars. Now, a study published recently in the Annals of Botany have shown but that's the name of the journal rather than just like a sort of generic, like, <laughs> right. this will go down in the annals of totality. Those are smaller annals than history. Have, have shown that plants can be frozen in place with a range of anesthetics, including the types that are used when you undergo surgery. Insights gleaned from the study may ha- help doctors better understand the variety of anesthetics used in surgeries. But the research also highlights that plants are also complex organisms, perhaps less different from animals than is often assumed plants are not just robotic stimulus response devices, says Frantisek Balushka, a plant cell biologist at the University of Bonn and co-author of the study. They are living organisms which have their own problems. Maybe something like with humans feeling pain or joy. Oh, fuck off,
2: Frantisek. M- maybe well, something like, yeah. We don't in, know,
1: to be fair. Yeah. In
0: order to navigate this complex life, they, may, they, they must have to have some compass. Plants sometimes use that compass to deal with stress, competition, or development. They take in information from their environment and produce their own anesthetics like menthol, ethanol, and cocaine, similar to how humans hmm, release chemicals hello. that release dull pain during trauma.
2: Interesting. That, that's my other three humours. Yeah. <laughs> 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 menthol and cocaine. <laughs> yeah, you have got seven humours, unlike most people. <laughs> You've got,
0: you got at least like... You acquired a couple of those humours during your teenage <laughs> years. Yeah.
1: What's the adjective for having cocaine be your dominant humour? Co- co- coquettish. That's Boring. what coquettish is, right? Dull as fuck. Okay. You. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, Annoying at parties.
0: <laughs> these these may act within the plant itself or float off into the air to affect neighbouring plants. Oh. Our anaestheti- anaesthetics work on plants too, the study confirmed, although what exactly they're working on is unclear. <laughs>
2: What are you doing in there? Oh, it's really important. Just, just
0: doing some stuff. Just, doing some work. It's, not just doing some it's not drugs. It's not drugs.
2: Yeah, we're just trying to get coke out of these plants. Shh, Steve. <laughs> Tell them plants have feelings. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and you're hurting them right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. If you come in, the plants will scream. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> the researchers trap pea plants in glass chambers with ether-soaked uh, roots of the sensitive. Trapped
1: plant. implies there was some effort. <laughs> <laughs> They're a wily plant. I don't know. <laughs>
0: soaked roots of the sensitive plant and seedlings of garden cress in lidocaine and even measured the electrical activity of a Venus flytrap's cells. An hour or so later, the plants became unresponsive. The seedlings stayed dormant, and the Venus flytrap didn't react to a stimulus similar to a bug crawling Across its more. I didn't know what they call it its more. Uh, like I that. Either,
1: yeah. More. Well, it's yeah. just mouth, right?
0: Yeah. you got. Just maybe they're being colloquial. Gotta fly in your more.
1: You yeah. normally have gaping before more, don't you? Yeah. No, it's, it's only a, a gaping. It's, a good, it's never a closed more. Not much. have like a
0: pursed more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a tense more.
0: A razor thin more. <laughs> it's cel- it cells stop firing. Didn't even notice that. But when. When the dope wore off, New York Times, putting (laughs) in some cool language that you probably heard off the New York Post or something, (laughs) when the dope wore off, the plants returned to life as if something had hit pause, almost like they were regaining consciousness, something we typically think they don't think they possess. It's so animal-like.
1: And I I don't know why I'm stopping this to ask you this, because you don't know the details of it, but um, it seems like maybe it's just the fact that they're not allowed to respire, right? Could that be it? Is it it the presence of ether or the lack of... uh Well, I don't know, because they also did, like,
0: lidocaine soaked in their roots. That wasn't part of the same... I think they did two different ones, yeah. Oh, okay. And lidocaine's just a numbing agent.
1: Okay, fair enough.
0: How organisms perceiving the environment or responding or adapting is based on very similar principles, says Dr. Beluska. Researchers already knew that anesthetics with different chemical structures or elements all seem to halt pain, consciousness, or activity in plants and animals, and even bacteria but how they render us unconscious or how so many different kinds physically act on the human nervous system still elude us after more than a century of use. Some bind to receptors to turn off activity, but this can't explain them all. Under anaesthetics, the physical properties of cell membranes change, becoming more flexible. Apply pressure to the cells, this effect is reversed and the anaesthetic wears off. This suggests that something simple, like what's physically happening to a cell's membrane, may be the common denominator explaining anesthetics' effects across the plant and animal kingdoms.
1: Like it's a mechanical thing.
0: Yeah. In some plant root cells under anesthesia, Dr. Beluska and his colleagues found that membranes were having trouble doing what they normally do, recycling bits of cellular material by transporting it in and out of cells. Dr. Beluska can't say what was altering membrane function in the plants, but membranes are important for transferring messages via electricity from one cell to another messages that would lead to action or movement. The electrical activity that moves across neurons is thought by some scientists to contribute to human consciousness. If electrical activity is being disrupted by anesthetics implants, causing them to lose consciousness, does that mean that in some way they are conscious? Whoa. No one can answer this because you can't <laughs> ask them, says Dr. Bolushka. <laughs> I don't know whether that's because like, he thinks you can't generally ask plants, or he's like, no, you can't ask my plants. They're it's my rude. plants. I yeah.
2: think it's like if you're when you can't ask a woman a job
1: interview, she's planning on having children. <laughs> all the way, all the way down and up the line of all kinds. Yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, we don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll never know. No. And it goes all the way. All the way down and up the line of all kinds of living things, right? I mean, n- I'm not kidding. Like, it's... We have no idea no. what consciousness is or where it stops. I think I've been listening to too much of the Sam Harris podcast recently. Have <laughs> uh, <laughs> you guys ever listen to him? Our gut biomes got consciousness? Uh, but we don't... Anything... We don't
2: know how consciousness works. Our like, gut biomes got consciousness? I'm so sorry about that. Well,
0: while we're talking about... <clears throat> while we're talking about things that may or may not, you know, approximate life, mm-hmm. uh, listener friend of the show very generous donor Linda Moulton also sent us a pretty cool but scary story Japan has just invented robo bees (laughs) that can legitimately pollinate the earth
2: you know when people say, oh, it's just like Black Mirror. That is just like an episode of Black Mirror, isn't that it? That is no, literally an like, episode of Black Mirror. And that's yeah.
0: also literally what the opening sentence of this say, article goes. Oh, it's just like, like a Black just Mirror. something just out of Black Mirror, is what it says.
2: <sighs> a team at the it's National... literally anything people will say that about. <laughs> yeah, just anything technological. <laughs> you know, you
0: I've you go. dropped
2: a spoon. Oh, it's just like Black, Black Mirror. mirror isn't it? Just
0: the headline... We never used to drop spoons in the 80s. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry
1: <Andy. laughs> no, no, no. I, I just wanted to know when, when the headline specifies that these robot bees can legitimately pollinate the earth... I'm, f- I'm so glad these robo-bees are finally marrying the <laughs> plants because there's too many fucking bastard plants that are legitimately pollinating, pollinating, at, pollinating out of wedlock. That's not, that's not God's way. That's yeah. not how it was meant to be. It's Adam and... Oh, God, I thought <laughs> I'd start yeah, that yeah, and you, I you
2: know... You were trying to think of a bee name <laughs> that <Adam> rhymes <wrote laughs> with any of... <laughs> robo-bees? <laughs>
1: no, no. Not robo-stees? Steves? Not. Mm. Aww.
0: A team at the National Institute of Advanced Industrial Science and Technology, AIST, In Japan, (laughs)
2: engineered,
0: (laughs) engineered the devices using a combination of horse hair, $100 drones, and a sticky ion gel. It's pretty simple, really. First, the drones fly into flowers, much like a bee would. Inside the flower, pollen gets stuck to the drone due to the combination of the ion gel and horse hair. The same pollen is then shaken off into the next flower, and so on. It's just your...
1: Oh, good Christ. I can't believe this this article has what we were about to say and describe. (laughs) Do you want to do this? I mean, how do you you say a strike through? Do you read the word, then say it was then struck through for comedy's sake? Yeah,
0: they've written it's just your run of the mill birds and the robot bees, but with (laughs) robot, like, struck through. It's, it's a very, Ugh. it's a pun-ish that almost works written down and definitely doesn't work spoken.
1: I mean, I, I'm so glad Linda sent, she knows, <laughs> she knew how much that would anger both of us. <laughs> Thank you,
0: Linda. Popular Mechanics reports that a, Aijo Mikayo, a chemist at Aist, actually created the... <laughs> Aist?
1: I hope you can say that five more times before this article's over. <laughs>
0: created the <on. laughs> sticky ion gel by accident in 2007. Did he now?
2: Uh, I've invented sticky gel. We've already invented by it. accident. <laughs>
0: I wasn't doing anything on purpose when I
2: created this sticky gel.
0: The gel, which Miyako considered a failure, sat unused for oh, a decade. I know it's Japanese scientists for you. Shaming. Yeah. What's...
1: Gel shaming. Gel shaming. I, I,
0: uh, it sat unused for a decade. When Mikayo picked it up, or Miyako rather, picked it up again recently, he was pleased to find that it was still sticky. <laughs> And figured it would be perfect for his new project. (laughs) Miyako is now the project leader behind the RoboBees. There's a video above in which we'll we'll link to it on ProbablyScience.com, our Squarespace Powered website, uh, where you can... Oh, what's the code, by the way, if people want to get a discount?
1: If you sign up for a new Squarespace account, just use the code ProbablyScience, you'll get a discount.
0: Nice. Uh, In the video above, you can see the first time that a drone has successfully pollinated a flower, in this case Japanese lilies, blink and you'll miss it. Uh, I'll show you that. Video if you want to link to it. Um, What's wrong with regular bees, you may ask. Thank you. The answer (laughs) is nothing, except for the fact they've been reportedly dying at an unprecedented rate. (laughs) So quite a lot. (laughs) Although the death of bees was a mystery at first, we now have a better idea of why it's happening, and as usual, looks like we are to blame. In 2014, Time reporting on a study from uh, Harvard School of Public Health found that pesticides were the cause of colony collapse collapse disorder (CCD), which is the phenomenon in which worker bees just suddenly up and leave a colony without warning. The pesticides in question are those that contain uh, neonicotinoids (NNIs), and they are partially or completely banned in the EU, Canada, and the US.
1: I didn't know it had to do with just like bees up and just saying take this job and shove it. I, thought, I assumed it was actual death of bees. The problem is that worker bees are just abandoning. Just fucking shit. Off. That's crazy. I didn't know that.
0: Um, another factor could be climate change. A 2015 study published in this journal Science showed that dozens of bumblebee species in the U.S. have been affected by a loss of habitat and increases in temperature. According to um, the Australasian Beekeeper, which I'm sure you probably already read this article, right? right? right yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah,
2: Australian. in the Australasian Beekeeper. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're, they're my favourite tribute act.
0: <laughs> uh, Honeybee populations in Australia are also in crisis. Bee numbers are at an all-time low and commercial beekeepers... This is an Australian article I should point out. That's why it's very Australian-led. Uh, and commercial beekeepers are battling bee diseases with antibiotics that may contaminate our honey. Mm. Australasian beekeeper also points out... Isn't honey meant to be really antibiotic as well? And they just live in it and they're getting diseases. Weird. Uh, Australasian beekeeper also points out that... By the way, again, Australasian beekeeper <laughs> is a journal rather than one person who they haven't bothered to name. <laughs> yeah. Australasian beekeeper
1: over there who's friends with postman and butcher.
2: Australasian Tasmanian butcher.
1: Just, Australasian beekeeper sounds like a DJ name like he's headlining yeah. the sands in Vegas this week. Um,
0: well, while he's not DJing, he also points out that over 900 peer-reviewed studies have indicated that NNIs are having negative effects on pollinators. In 2014, the Australian government looked into it conducting a report on NNIs and bee health. However, today in Australia, they are legal and widely used. In the afore- uh in the aforementioned Black Mirror episode, <laughs> Robo beads were hacked, turned on humanity, and started uh, offing people. Spoiler pe- alert! Yeah. Should we bleep that? No, it was a few, It wasn't this
1: season. Okay, seasons ago, I believe. Right? Also, no, it was, the, it was the most was recent. It was this season? One. Yeah. Oh shit! Well,
2: hated, hated in the nation. I think the episode was. Yeah.
1: Well, we'll bleep that. What's the? What's Will the time? Will we? For- no, whatever. It's on Netflix. You can, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't watched if it, if you yet, haven't
2: seen I it, like it's not also not
1: one of the better episodes. So I don't think. Do you guys?
2: We we all not slag off our countrymen one way or the other. We're uh, very all, proud. We're very proud of our. Also, I don't think it's a
0: huge spoiler to say it went bad. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. yeah. Black, yeah,
2: the technology fair, went bad in Black as, Mirror. As, you're as gorgeous, wonderful, there were consequences. Consequences. It was an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was a bee, and it just murdered some people. As opposed so. to
0: as opposed to the episode yeah. of Black Mirror where someone gets a new gadget and it just <laughs> <laughs> improves their life for forty-five minutes, yeah. and then the I mean, credits roll. The bees well, yeah, are really that,
1: helpful. There are some ones that are positive at the end, right?
0: There was a positive end, but like it is still about the.
1: I mean it's about technology it's usually bad but there's like I think like one in four or five you you can fully expect something
0: to go wrong in some way though right 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 um we're still pretty far away from that scenario as the drones created at iced like intelligence and are hard to pilot robots will have to save us before they can kill us um on, and did then, it and say then, that or did you just No, it does, it does say no this, it gets, it gets really, this article gets really editorializing it though right. it, at the end the last few paragraphs are full on edi- I'll, I'll read it this is the opinion of techly.com.au <laughs> isn't this a key, clear case of prevention being better than cure though we already have great pollinators on earth they're called bees <laughs> so instead of building drones that replicate their behavior perhaps we should focus on saving the ones we've already got Otherwise, we could be working on Robo Trees next.
2: Who says Stefan? That's
0: supposed to be an like Adelaide-based freelance terrifying? writer.
2: Think about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Who, in his spare time, plays tennis badly, collects vinyl, and brushes up on his Mandarin. <laughs> follow <laughs> Stefan. Is his
2: Mandarin livid? That's
0: his bio. Um, and you can follow him. Uh, you can who, follow him on Twitter. Who would Stefan win in- K says?
2: <laughs> who would win in a fight,
1: a Robo Bee or a Robo Tree? Mm. I mean, if you're going to build a robo tree You're not going to make it like hmm. And if you're mm.
0: stung by a robo bee By the way, robo bicarbonate of soda Whereas a robo wasp oh, should really? be vinegar
2: And a robo dies Because it's robo disemboweled itself
0: Oh yeah. yeah Yeah, robo bees can only sting you once yeah. Whereas robo wasps can just keep at you
1: Ah, it's fucking robo wasps I don't know why science keeps building them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Seems like a bad the Robo mosquitoes didn't need to exist no, robo-mosquitoes
0: are responsible for actually more robo-deaths than any other animal on the earth. That's
1: what they, they want you to know. Yeah. That's like a, like Followed
0: by robo-hippos, but there's a big drop-off.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you learn that on Robo
2: Bar Trivia? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Where everyone gets 100%. <laughs> Least interesting. And the prize is sentience.
2: The prize is
1: some oil. <laughs> Have you guys been speaking of trivia? Have you guys been playing HQ? I forgot if I've already talked about this. I, I, I've been playing is it a this? bit. It's the, a uh, trivia, trivia app, game but it's phone. got
0: wildly popular now. I'm
1: downloading it right I now. Think two In million second. people play it on on weekends now, which is insane.
0: I was doing really well. I was. I thought I was about to win the other day, and then I wasn't paying attention and burnt some food and the smoke alarm went off and while i was busy like
1: (laughs) oh you couldn't even answer the question
0: yeah i ran out of time i I, I ran out of time on a question i was on like a nine and like a solid run i mean there's every chance of like question 11 is normally something really hard yeah but my odds were really my odds were good by that point
1: yeah it had gone down from
0: like a million people to i was down to the last few thousand.
1: yeah i've gotten to 10 a couple times or maybe i got to 11 once out of 12 but um yeah, they always. I'm just
2: downloading on your Wi Fi, Andy. Okay.
1: Yeah, do it. It's, yeah, sure. it's great. I highly recommend it. And uh, Scott Rogowski well, we, is a we great. We should give host. you an
0: invitation code because we get one free.
1: Oh, shit. Listeners, uh, how <laughs> would we tell them to divide their.
0: What is it? Either either use the invitation code Matty, B-K, MATTYBK,
1: M A T T Y B K, or use Andy T Wood. There we you, go. When you sign up for HQ Trivia, and that way. When you play a game, then I get a free life for a future game. I just I want to win it once. Like Riley Newton, past it, guest of the that's show, that. has won with some friends of hers. That's the one.
2: Okay.
1: And uh, and also Scott is um, a big comedy guy and a fan of Tom Sharpling, and he'll quote all kinds of like insider comedy nerds to He's a show. very funny guy. Yeah. He's a solid host. Hey, we got time for a couple
0: more stories, right? Sure. Before we do though. Um, Because Linda Moulton uh, sent in that last story, and she's a very generous donor to the show. We have some donors to thank this week as well. Oh, yes. We have people, um, we have to thank John Clarici, Mark Williams, Caroline Lako, John Waltz, Sean Gordon, Robert Condon, Lindsay Bacon. uh, John Clarici again. Was that a mistake, or did we get two donations? Oh, I might have just copied something twice. Thank you, John. And then a one off, those are all monthly recurring donations. Thank you very much for your generosity there. And then a very generous one off donation from Brian Lewandowski who said, been listening to your show for a couple of years. My donation is long overdue, and this is some very nice things. So thank you. Uh, Donations are never necessary, but they are highly appreciated, and they do help us keep this thing going, and we Mm -hmm. really do love it. You can go to probablyscience.com and click on the donation link there. Um, And the other thing you can do always, if you're not in a position where donating is good or easy or the right thing for you to do, is just spread the word. Tweet, Facebook, tell your friends. Let everyone else know about our show if you enjoy it and that really helps us as well. Helps spread our audience. Write nice things about us on iTunes and your podcast listener of choice as well. Give us these five star ratings and reviews and that helps bump us up in the charts. I jars. mean,
1: rate us how you want to rate us, but you know, if you but, don't want to give five stars, maybe just go make a sandwich. Yeah, instead. maybe don't do that. But <laughs> don't it's like Uber, surely. If you give me four stars, it means they hate you. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. By the way, yeah. do, what are you guys' as individual... I know guys, this isn't the right... Um, <laughs> not only gender wise, but just yeah. that's not how plural and possessive sure. Um, Do you know what your rider ratings are on the various ride sharing apps? Because you also get rated as a rider. Uh,
2: Because I come here like twice a year, maybe, and Lyft only, we don't have Lyft background. So when I come here, it's like there's very few rides on it. So if there's fluctuations, I know exactly who's, and I'm a bit worried, actually, because on the way this morning, uh, my Lyft driver had his, um, like an iPad on the like the dash of the car just playing TV and it looked really unsafe and he was just sort of watching Fox News while <laughs> driving me. And if, I, obviously, if it had not been Fox News, I would have been like... A little, but anyways, I like, was completely polite the whole journey and then afterwards, I was like, I gave him five stars because he was a good driver. But like, <laughs> then I put... Maybe it's a bit not safe. To I was watch so TV British. I was like, you're... maybe you don't have a TV in the car. And and now yeah. I think, like, I'm going to get home and he'll just have burnt my Airbnb to the
1: ground. Oh, something. but he doesn't... Yeah, he... He'll work it out. Right, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. um, but I can't... I, I'm like 4.84 and I just want to know what as a writer you can do that makes you not get... I pay... You know, like, sort of throwing up in the backseat. Like, yeah. How do you know? I know get... I'm
2: not perfect. My score isn't perfect here, and I have no but, idea why. Because like, I'm is, so you polite. You know, um, a friend, friend of
0: the show, I think actually Brandy's been on the show as well, hasn't she? Has Brandy P- Posey been on the show uh, I yet? I believe so. Uh, if she hasn't, we We've need to rectify that. Years. But also yeah. Brian Cook and Brandy Posey were in a in an Uber on the East Coast, and they the driver tried to vomit scam them.
1: Oh! A claim that... that, that Yeah, there was suddenly a charge,
0: like a cleaning charge of something like $200. And he was like, well, we were... They were coming out from a music gig, but they were like, we'd had a drink or two, but we weren't throw up and forget you've thrown up drunk. (laughs) Right, right. And then then, he went, this is bullshit. And then they sent a picture and he's like, that looks like soup. Like the guy's just (laughs) poured some (laughs) soup down by the... How forensic. And they fought it and, and won back. But... I wonder, I wonder if the
1: guy. How's that this a, a lot, sustainable model? Yeah. Like, well, first of all, do you have to f- try out different? Do you figure out which soup looks the most vomity? You go to Ralph's and like buy a bunch of different containers and like right do your own. So, so by that point, of, you're
0: already like fifteen bucks down. Right. It's so like half
1: bisque, half chicken noodle. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 that seems. And then if you also have to dump it on your seat to get the picture, then you still have to clean that seat off of the soup. So, is it like a? I guess you just take one picture, then just keep using that picture, then clean it up. But.
0: Yeah, like this this vomit looks a lot like the contested vomit of three weeks ago. Yeah. You just hope that people are just not going to notice or do anything it's about it. It's a great scam. It's a great. It feels like a scam with a very limited shelf life, though, because mm-hmm. they can just look up your account and go like. He's had a much higher than average proportion of people <laughs> throwing up and Either he's a very smell. reckless driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: He's, he's picking people up from the emetic centre.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Emetics tr- Anonymous. He's only ever driving people back from chemotherapy
2: <laughs> oh, over babe. humpback
0: bridges, <laughs>
1: <laughs> down, down cobbled streets. By the he's way, everyone subscribe to
0: Jesse vs. Cancer if you're not currently. Oh, God. <laughs> our sister show.
1: Is it a brother show or a sister
0: show? I think the show Podcast, is. Podcasts are like, like ships? The shows are, yeah, I think podcasts are like ships, that they're female. Okay. But there <laughs> are female ships skippered by men in, this, in these particular cases.
1: Is there something to the fact that, um, you know, usually you'd refer to like a home country as a motherland, but the only one that you can maybe I haven't googled this but like when you say fatherland that's Germany isn't
2: Russia also a fatherland or is I'm Russia sure. a
1: motherland I, I guess I shouldn't have just
2: spouted off before motherland's uh, a sitcom in the UK but um.
0: fatherland or motherland here we go I'm looking it up no Russia is a motherland
1: oh okay maybe the Soviet Union or wait you said oh no Germany I was thinking of was the
0: yeah fatherland. Russia Russia isn't Germany is definitely a motherland you oh, you sorry fatherland motherland rather okay some cultures prefer their lands as masculine. The German national anthem has a line that translates as unity and justice and freedom for the German fatherland. The Netherlands, as well as the Scandinavian countries, use similar terms. People of the Slavic and Baltic nations also tend to refer to their homeland as father. In some languages, the Latin words for pater, pater, for father, and patria, for fatherland, have resulted in words that relate to these concepts, oh. like patriot, patriotic, and a patrician is an aristocrat. Um, in ancient terms, a patrician was a member of the one, one of the hundred founding fal- families of Rome who had a special seat in the Senate. There you Asked go. and answered. Little etymology there. Um, the people of some countries have historically personified their country as feminine. To them, their home country is the motherland. For example, the personification of Mo- Russia is Mother Russia. During the movement for Indian independence in the late 1800s, the concept of Bharat Mata, or Mother India, emerged. It's not... Clear which culture was the first refer to their home as the motherland. Ancient cultures often personified land as female. Some mythologies describe a Mother Earth who gave birth to the plants and animals of the planet. The English word first appeared around 1705.
1: I think post 2016, can we refer to America as our stepfatherland? Maybe <laughs> that's what it feels like. Funny uncle.
2: <laughs>
0: funny uncle that just becomes less funny once you know the backstory drunk uncle land you're like oh he was funny at 6pm but then by about 8 he took a turn and suddenly the jokes got a little bit handsy
2: (laughs) (laughs) handsy uncle land That's (laughs) that's what we're living in I have no comment on that. It's so hard not to get I into want politics. To work God here. Damn it! I want
1: to do like a sidebar on every podcast and just mm. be able to rant about. I, d- I deleted
2: my anything that was in any way not a hundred percent apple pie flag waving on, on my Twitter. Just, just you're in right
1: case TSA or something. Just in
2: case, or yeah. They say apparently
0: they have started will ask to you, when you're renewing yeah. your visa started to ask for social media.
1: Uh, no way. Yeah, uh, which does even worry me. if you're me. in the comedy business, they would. And I love America, so well, of course. why would I... Why would, you know, why would there be reason not to? Yeah, it yeah. clearly has everything yeah. going right for it, yeah. and nothing is... Uh, hey, US. I'm, I'm, from US. I'm from
2: a country that... Yeah, you, you, yeah we have nothing, nothing to be proud of. Um,
1: do you want to do the Alzheimer's story that John A. Vink stent in? Oh, yeah, that one seemed almost too good to be true, so let's just j- dive into it as if it yeah. were true. But uh, it's a Newsweek article, so I feel like that lends enough credibility that... Uh,
0: Newsweek's one of the proper
1: ones. Yes. Um, so they can't,
0: they can't chuck any old nonsense up there with a little bit of research backing it up.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And according to this article, uh, Alzheimer's disease is completely reversed by removing just one enzyme in, in a new mice. Study. Well, we'll get to that. Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's solved. Right. It's fixed. Oh. Good. Um, uh, so yeah, an experimental treatment completely reversed Alzheimer's disease in mice by reducing the level of a single enzyme in the animal's brains. The results further bolster the theory that amyloid plaques are at the root of this mysterious brain disease and that addressing these plaques could lead to an eventual cure for Alzheimer's. The study, published on Valentine's Day in the Journal of Experimental Medicine, found that slowly reducing levels of the enzyme BACE1 in mice as they aged either prevented or reversed the formation of amyloid. What else could that be? It's amyloid, right? Plaques in their brain. Yeah. A hallmark sign of Alzheimer's disease. Um, Those plaques formed when bits of protein clumped together in the brain are found in high amounts in Alzheimer's patients. BACE1 is a protein that naturally forms in the brain and helps produce beta amyloid peptide, a protein that also involved with brain plaque formation. Scientists at the Cleveland Clinic theorized that reducing BACE1 in the brain would have a trickle-down effect, reducing plaque formation. In their experiment, they examined mice bred to both develop Alzheimer's and gradually produce less BACE1 enzyme as they age. How do you breed mice to develop Alzheimer's? Um, The latter through the removal of a crucial gene. These mice should have have developed Alzheimer's, but without BACE1, they did not. Instead, they developed normally and remained healthy well into old age.
0: I know Alzheimer's is... Heavily uh, genetic. Just find a bunch of yeah, Alzheimer's it's hereditary.
1: mice and have them mate, if you can get them to remember how to yeah, mate. Yeah,
0: I guess you can just selectively breed until you're pretty much guaranteed that they're going to just keep crossbreeding ones that are predisposed to it.
2: I'm curious because my my knowledge of Alzheimer's research is based on the documentary Deep Blue Sea. Which is, I don't know if you've seen that. I haven't. Have there was the film with Samuel oh, Jackson. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry, I yeah. have seen that. Documentary. So there's, <laughs> yes. uh, it's, it's a, it's a really, it's about, and it, it's, it's sharks. They do a lot of, they, they accidentally, they don't. We made the sharks smarter. <laughs> That's my, <laughs> Can we spoil? We already spoiled that episode. Can we spoil the yeah, best? That's a pretty best? good Samuel
0: L. Jackson impression, yeah, it's good,
2: isn't it?
0: <laughs> do Samuel oh, L. Jackson name? again?
2: Saffron Burrows is it? Who plays the sexy lady doctor who takes her wetsuit off and shows a shark her bra and it runs away? <laughs> <laughs> that
1: happens. How do oh forget? yeah, cool.
2: it's a great. She just there's a really legit reason why she has to take off her wetsuit and show a shark her bra. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It seems like there's another shark trainer who's like doing that. You know, that that one gorilla trainer who made people show the gorilla their nip? New employees had to show Coco their nipples because she said the gorilla won't trust you unless she's seeing your nipples. I did not know this. <laughs> We've talked about this so wow. many times. Wait, there's no way we haven't talked about this. Maybe we have. I wanna, I, I, like a if thing Sarah I... hasn't heard I want to just like okay, re- yes, sidebar. We... We'll come back sure. to Alzheimer's. We already. Okay, we get the gist of that. If you could do this one I'll thing. Carry, I'll, I'll <laughs>
0: carry on with the story while you so, look up yeah. the Coco specifics.
2: So, oh anyway yes Deeply see they use sharks to cure alzheimer's and accidentally make super super clever sharks and and i'm glad mad for the tits they, they, they <laughs> like or are scared of tits i don't know it's one of them and i mean are we all not <laughs> no. yeah, yeah it's one or the other uh, or both sometimes uh, one so of p- one of each <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: i'm always i like the left ones but i'm scared of the right sure <laughs> Anyway, so I'm glad they're doing it on mice now. Now, tell me about nipples. Okay, gorilla. real quick on
1: the nipples. The, the lawsuit was settled over. <laughs> That's Cocoa also why the uh, you tend fetish. to dance
0: that way with a woman rather than holding it, pairing up the other way. Is <laughs> uh, to keep the right one as far away as possible.
1: So, so, two former caretakers who refused to bear their breasts to a 300-pound sign language-speaking gorilla named Coco have settled the lawsuit. Lawsuit. Against the Guerrilla Foundation. This was in 2005. Uh, Nancy Alpert and Kendra Keller claimed they were fired after they refused to expose their bosoms to the primate. Bosoms isn't... Oh, I guess each of their bosom... Okay, right. so um, I hate when someone thinks bosom equals breasts. so these are my bosoms, as opposed to this collectively <laughs> no, is my bosom. Bo- it's bosom. it's a bosom. It's a bosom, but there are two people's it's, bosoms.
2: I'm not, so, not going to do a if you Yes, bosoms.
1: <laughs> um, bosoms. You look like you're sort of casting a spell
0: over them, where you just... Yeah. <laughs>
1: So yeah, they clearly were fired after they refused to expose their bosoms to the primate and after reporting sanitary problems in Coco's home in Woodside, an upscale town south of San Francisco. The pair claimed they were threatened that if they, quote, did not indulge Coco's nipple fetish, their employment with the Gorilla Foundation would suffer, the lawsuit alleged. Alpert and Keller claimed that Francine Penny Patterson, the gorilla's longtime caretaker and president of the Gorilla Foundation, pressured them to expose their breasts as a way to bond with the 33-year-old female simian. (laughs) On one such occasion, the lawsuit said, Patterson said, Coco, you see my nipples all the time. You are probably bored with my nipples. You need to see new nipples. (laughs) The plaintiffs, both in their mid-40s, never undressed, said their attorney, Stephen (laughs) Summers. The foundation has denied the allegations. Lawyers for both sides refused to disclose terms of the settlement. Uh, But there's so much more sketchy with Coco and with Penny Patterson, because like everyone just agrees that this animal has learned sign language but it basically knows like four words right. k- kitten, apple, nipple Oof. and one other word <laughs> what what other nipple? and so yeah. all it just says is like Which combinations is like mime, really. of those mm-hmm. so the like, kitten, kitten, apple, nipple, nipple, kitten and then Francine Patterson is like oh when she said kitten, kitten, apple <laughs> what she meant is I feel a little uh, uncomfortable <laughs> I would like to have uh, some time to myself. Read, yeah, read so much into it, and I don't know how she got it in her head that this animal needs to see your nipples. But I guess she shows her. Well, to be fair, out of um,
0: uh, out of just four bases, all the all the variety of human life, and animal and plant life, all of DNA is encoded the vast complexity of all living organisms. So surely, out of apple nipple
1: oh okay, you're talking about like a c t g yeah i thought you meant like first second third at home run i'm like b- boobs is going to second base <laughs> and i was like oh yeah i guess you want like, to get to second base of the gorilla <laughs> like anybody can make out with a gorilla but yeah can you feel up uh, yeah okay okay that's uh, basis right
0: yeah well, that's just <laughs> the, the lamest uh a uh, biologist joke in there somewhere. I'm like, "Hey, I got, I got the second, second base, base with her." S- what do you mean? C. Aden-
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what are all the words? I, I don't. Even it know. is. I can't remember what they're. This is good trip
1: pub Adon- quiz stuff, but. Excited, uh, it is something that you should know. It really is. The life science has always been a big uh, blind spot for this podcast. I think, right? Or for me, am I uh, applying that to you without your permission, Matt? Um, no, I,
0: it's definitely the science that i'm the least i i didn't i did a level chemistry and physics but i stopped at gcse with biology
1: and a level is the equivalent to what in america about a level is
0: there a level is somewhere between sort of it's the it's the last level of high school but it's but you specialize earlier in Britain, so oh, okay. it's kind of somewhere between the end of American high school and like the introductory courses of the first so, year of university, sort of
1: like an AP test, maybe where you yeah, get some yeah, college some, credit or something like that. Probably.
2: This says that Coco knows more than a thousand words, but you're saying you're calling bullshit on that. Wait,
1: I thought okay, I haven't looked this no. up recently. I just remember there was a time when like kitten and apple and nipple <laughs> were kind of the dominant words in verbal vocabulary. What are you seeing for other words that Coco knows?
2: Oh, it says over a thousand words. It doesn't uh... list. One of the first... Oh, I've turned it to Matt. One of the first words that Coco used to describe herself was queen. Yes! Uh Yes, Coco. Uh, The gorilla was only a few years old when she first made the gesture, sweeping a paw diagonally across her chest as if tracing a royal sash. Or scratching. I don't... I mean, it's a sign we never use. Coco understands she's special because of all the attention she's had from professors and caregivers and the media. The constant so, stream of um, jugs she sees every day. Um, so I mean, like
1: reading so much, in, like when you have this only one person who has the Rosetta Stone yeah, of the yeah. language. Like when she made that sash motion, she means she's a princess. Like, mm, really? Yeah. So
0: so they are uh, adenine, cytosine, guanine, and thymine. And then there's also uracil, which is which replaces thymine in RNA. For some reason, RNA RNA is A C G and U rather than A C G and T.
2: Is that the four humors? that is right,
0: that, but that's the real version so there we go like if you want gene- to make that biology joke completely correct so then it's like <laughs> hey I got to second base with her what cytosine oh, there nice. we go high five you know what, happy. I didn't
2: everything that happened in the last three minutes <laughs>
1: and-, and then we're back yeah cool I can't wait to like fast forward to when we're all superhumans in the future and we're like 90% taurine <laughs> that's like the most extreme genome you <laughs> could possibly have uh, is there life? Yes, but we haven't discovered hmm. another red bull based life form. Yeah. Um, I want to dig into this thing. The extreme thing. era. I, uh, I want to. Fu- okay, we should do a deep dive in a future episode on cocoa because um, I'm not seeing enough controversy on the Wikipedia. Yeah, I
2: haven't seen anything about boobs yet.
1: Okay. In the meantime, I'll- <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, sorry. I, I, I back in the room. What were we talking about? <laughs> Gorilla boobs. Yes. So, uh, so, uh, oh, so by the end of this, en- BAC enzyme.
0: one act study the mice offspring showed absolutely no plaques in their brain so dr richard isaacson director of the alzheimer's prevention center at uh new york presbyterian said the results were promising and added further evidence that bace1 inhibitor could be just as an effective alzheimer's treatment um but he warned it's too early to celebrate mice are too different from humans for us to take these results as anything as yet the completely other side of the coin is that 99% of all clinical drug trials for Alzheimer's have failed and we don't know why maybe amyloid plaque buildups isn't the right target and even if they are we still have a minimum of five to seven years before we'd know if the same approach is helpful in humans but regardless says Dr. Daniel Frank who's a neurologist at Providence St. John um, said that uh, regardless of whether this exact finding can be successfully translated to humans the results are still important this is an incremental finding not uh revolutionary but it does add further support to ongoing approaches uh adding he added that if anything the research simply gives hope that we're on the right path of finding a viable treatment i don't think there's ever been a better time to think that we will at some point have interventions for Alzheimer's. well there we go nothing there funny go. to be said about yeah.
2: that i don't have any just don't do it with sharks yeah. See, now they now they they're on track.
0: But don't go telling people that they can't show their tits to a shark.
1: <laughs> like what? <laughs> I mean, when it comes to showing your tits to any animal, it's all about consent, I, I would right? totally show it's... My tits to a shark.
2: <laughs> that sounds like right, lol. Why is that?
0: Just leaning into the tank at Sea <laughs> and
2: then retreating like a foot onto, onto shore. Come and get me. Yeah, idiot. So, it's the
1: thing about a shark. I mean this no I bet animals you can, you can in in. at SeaWorld have seen a fair number of bosoms,
2: right it's sometimes the, all the instinct you have in in the face of nature's majesty is just
1: <laughs> to show your teeth yeah sure. put it on the glass yeah, yeah. you got to oh you could really put on my sure. glass at SeaWorld yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> I think SeaWorld just does have a pancakes. discount on on with Matt Wednesdays pink pancakes at, at Shamu
2: um, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I've lowered the tone no, of it. No, your, you really I was scientific podcast. Talking so about gorillas and nipples. Sure, gorillas in the
1: nips. In the nips. Oh, I have yeah. um, one for it.
2: Yeah,
0: Sarah. Yeah. Aside from if any of them happen to be scuba divers cleaning the inside of the tank at a local aquarium, where can our listeners find you? <laughs> uh...
2: Well, on the internet, yeah. On the uh, internet, primarily, at, I would have thought. <laughs> Sarah, um, at Sarah L. Morgan on Twitter. Yep. That's where you'll find me.
0: And you've got stuff you've been writing on recently that's about to come out on yeah, that there, Telly.
2: It's all on that there yeah still find me on Twitter I write on lots of things in the UK I write on a show called Not Going Out writing stuff for Tracy Ullman and uh, oh, wow. what am I doing I did a Radio 4 sitcom which is fun if you can find a way of listening to that in the UK it's called The Wilson Save the World that's with Marcus Brickstock that was with Marcus Brickstock our friend who we mentioned earlier yeah um and yeah. also, uh, has Dave Gorman's series finished yet? It has, yes. But I think it's probably if again, if you can access the, uh, the, Dave, the Dave TV app, T- Dave. Uh, we have a TV a channel website. called Dave in the UK that has a very good programme called Dave Gorman's Modern Life Is Goodish. They are not related. Wait. And
1: this is a jo- sorry, no, there's really a channel called Dave oh. because
2: it's programming for the sort of average
1: really? oh, person that's who is British, called Dave. In that's the most average British name, yeah. You think yeah. Yeah. it's Dave it's TV.
0: primarily reruns of British panel shows okay. like QI and Mock the Week, but then they have like the three or four original programs yeah. that are all really good. Yeah. Like it's weird that like they they actually have really high standards. But there's that one Taskmaster, mm. which is very funny and very fun and is about to have a remake over here and are uh, oh, they
2: remaking that over here yeah they're oh, doing excellent. it
0: with uh, Reggie Watts as the
2: oh, cool. sidekick oh, well, that sounds good we could have this conversation off air can't we <laughs> sorry um, yes yeah, so the Dave Gorman's Modern Life is Goodish which I wrote with Nick Doody who's also a friend of the show I he assume. is a friend of the yeah. show uh, yeah we wrote on that that's very good uh, and probably still available to watch online if you can access the Dave app check all those nice. out follow
0: at Sarah L Morgan you can follow us at Probably Science on that there Twitter you can follow us individually at Matt at Andy T Wood you can also use the code Matty B K or Andy T Wood on HQ Trivia. Pick I don't know why whoever Matty
1: makes, it just tickles me. <laughs>
0: well, there's always like Matt K. Matt, K. I didn't want to put like my full. I don't know. I just yeah. didn't want like there's there's only like three Matt Cursions in the world. So like I didn't want like if my name ever gets like pops up. Be like, oh, it was him. I don't just know why
1: I didn't Sounds like that. Matty Boom Batty. I don't know. Yeah. It Just uh, just doesn't, it doesn't seem like you. Or is yeah. it just
0: maybe it was Matt BK. <laughs> I should probably look it up.
1: There might not be T. a way. Use Andy T Wood. I think I, I think then, it was like
0: because I just add letters as uh just six nine six nine six nine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is cool. Matt is cool. Five. <laughs> I
1: I think I I don't think I know that for some account that I have online at some point my username wasn't sufficient and I had to add numbers. <laughs> I'd forgotten what I did and uh and I had to call in and oh no maybe I. Uh, at some point, I had to say to a human on the phone, "That's Andy Wood, sixty-nine, <laughs> to get into my mortgage account." <laughs> sure.
0: It is, I'm and an it, adult. they go, no, "There is, there is." I, I signed up early enough. There is no why. I'm just Matt BK. Okay, I'm glad you looked at Matt up. BK. Find that. Follow that, and do that one, not stupid andy t Dude, Wood Andy
1: t Wood and play that h q give me uh, some
0: and also you can email us probably at gmail with questions, comments clarifications uh we had a couple of letters that were cool that we didn't get a chance to get to either, uh, including one that came through on facebook slash uh, probably science we will get to that too, so thank you. There was another little geology follow up. we'll save that for next week, just came through
2: if I just derailed your show entirely no, no we, we got, got through no. the she got through a surprising <laughs> number of stories yeah, I'd say
0: so. Uh, I'd say at least average if not slightly higher than average number of stories we managed Yay. to get to I think
1: putting talk counted as a story too. yeah that's a talk that's yeah. science
0: yeah. fatherland or motherland <laughs> that's a science sure, sure.
1: cocoa nipples yeah they're, they're a science. that's the all so- anyone's going to remember <laughs> I'm proud of this episode the, the science of
2: aquatic tits <laughs>
1: <laughs> flashing a shot.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: thanks listeners thanks for joining us Sarah thank
2: yep. you thank you for having me yeah, we'll see you next bye. week bye
0: <laughs> <laughs>